Chinese medicine, the web that has no waver. Page seven, Yin and Yang theory, the logic underlying Chinese medical theory, a logic that assumes that a part can be understood only in its relation to the whole, can also be called synthetic or dial dialectical. In Chinese early naturalist and Taoist thought, this dialectical logic that explains relationships. Patterns and change is called yin-yang theory. Yin-yang theory is based on the philosophical construct of the two polar complements called yin and yang. These complementary opposites are neither forces nor material entities, nor nor are they mythical concepts that transcend ration, rationality. Rather, they are convenient labels used to describe how things function in relation to each other and to the universe. They are used to explain the continuous process of natural change. But yin and yang are not only a set of co correspondences; they also represent a way of thinking. In this system of thought. All things are seen as parts of a whole. No entity can ever be isolated from its relationship to other entities. No things can exist in and of itself. Fixed excesses are abstractions. There are no absolutes. Yin and Yang must necessarily contain within themselves the possibility of opposition and change. The character for Yin or The character for Yin originally meant the shady side of a slope. It's associated with such quality as cold, rest, responsiveness, passivity, passivity, darkness, interiority, interiority, downwardness, inwardness, decrease, satiation, tranquility, and quiescence. Quiescence. It, it, it is the end, completion, and realized fruition, fruition. Fruition. The original meaning of yang was the sunny side of a slope. The term implies brightness and is part of one common Chinese expression for the sun. Yang is associated with qualities such as heat, stimulation. Movement, activity, excitement, vigor, light, exterior exteriority, upwardness, outwardness, and increase. It is arousal, beginning, and dynamic potential. Working with these,、uh, working with these ideas, Chinese thought and Chinese med medical tradition have developed five principles of yin and yang. All things have two faces. All things have two facets: a yin aspect and a yang aspect. Thus, time can be divided into night and day, place into earth and heaven, season into inactive periods, fall and winter, and active periods, spring and summer, species into female and male, temperature into cold and hot, weight into light and heavy, and so on. Inside and outside, down and up, passive and active, empty and full, are all examples of yin and yang categories. 
These qualities are opposites, yet they describe relative aspects of the same phenomena. In and yang, the qualities exist in relation to each other. In terms of the body, the front is considered yin and the back yang. The upper part of the body is considered more yang than the lower part. The outer part of the body, skin, hair, etc., are more yang than the inner organs. In terms of the psyche, willfulness, desire, and assertiveness are yang. Yin is acceptance, responsiveness, repose, and responsibility. The yin and yang are often described metaphorically as water and fire. Illnesses that are characterized by weakness, slowness, coldness, and underactivity are yin. Illnesses that manifest strength, forceful movements, heat, and overactivity are yang. The philosopher Zhou Yan describes this idea this way Heaven is high, the earth is low, and thus heaven and earth are fixed. As high and low are thus made clear, the honorable and humble have their place accordingly. As activity and tranquility have their constancy, the strong and the weak are thus differentiated. Cold and hot season take their turn. Heaven knows the great beginning, and earth act to bring things to completion. Heaven is yang, and earth is yin. Any yin-yang aspect can be further divided into yin and yang. This means that within each yin and yang category, another yin and yang category can be dis distinguished. It is an extension of the logic that divides all phenomena into yin and yang aspects, all allowing further division within aspects ad infinitum. For example, temperature can be divided into cold yin and hot yang, but cold can be divided further into icy cold and moder moderately cold. Uh, and the body, the front of the trunk is in compared with the back, but the front can be divided farther so that the abdomen is in in relation to the chest. Whether in the yin illness characterized by coldness, there may be aspects of yang, such as sharp, forceful, contract, con forceful contractions. Within the yang illness of heat and hyperactivity, there may be weakness and loss of weight. Both inequalities. Chan Tu, the Taoist philosopher, <coughs> describes the unfolding of yin and yang, and the notion of the unity of opposites in a radical par paradoxical way. There is nothing in the world greater than the tip of a hair that grows in autumn, while Mount Tai is small. No one lives a longer life than a child who dies in infancy. But Pentu uh, died prematurely. Yin and Yang mutually create each other. Although Yin and Yang can be distinguished, they cannot be separated. They depend on each other for definition. And the things in which Yin and Yang are distinguished could not be defined without the existence of Yin and Yang qualities.
For instance, one cannot speak of temperature apart from its yin and yang aspects, cold and heat. Similarly, one could not speak of height unless there were both tallness and shortness. Such opposite aspects depend on and define each other. Another example might be the relationship between a couple in which one, which one partner can be relatively passive, passive only if the other part, partner is relatively aggressive, and vice versa. Passivity and aggression can be measured only in, a, in comparison with each other. The activity or,、uh, which is yang of the body is nourished by its physical form, which is yin, and the physical form is created and、uh, maintained by the activity of the body. In illness, overactivity has meaning only in relation to a condition of underactivity, and vice versa. Lao Tzu, the reputed founder of Taoism, declares in the Tao Te Ching Being and non being produce,、uh, produce each other. Difficult and easy complete each other. Long and short contrast each other. High and low distinguish each other. Sound and voice harmonize each other. Front and, front and back. Follow each other. Yin and yang control each other. If yin is excessive, then yang will be too weak, and vice versa. If the temperature is neither too cold nor too hot, then both cold and hot aspects are mutually controlled and held in check. If it is too cold, then there is not enough heat, and vice versa. Yin and yang. Balance each other. In our example of the couple, the extent to which one partner can be aggressive depends on the extent to which the other is passive, and vice versa. They exert mutual control over each other. An illness of fire may be due to insufficient water. An illness of water may be due to insufficient fire. Lao Tzu alludes to this concept when he says, He who stands on tiptoe is not steady. He who strides forward does not go. He who shows himself is not luminous. He who justifies himself is not prominent. He who boasts of himself is not given credit. He who brags does not endure for long. Yin and yang transform into each other. This principle is a formula for the nature of organic process. It suggests two types of transformations changes that occur harmoniously in the normal course of events and the sudden ruptures and transformations characteristic of extremely disharmonious situations. Because yin and yang create each other in even the most stable relationships, yin and yang are always subtly, subtly supporting, repairing, and transforming into each other. This constant transformation is the source of all change. It is a give and take relationship that is life activity itself. 
In the dynamics of the body, the nature of transformation can be illustrated by the manner in which inhalation is fo followed by exhalation. Or periods of activity and exertion must be succeeded by nourishment and rest. In human interactions, assertion and responsi responsiveness alternate. In normal life, such regular transformation occurs smoothly, maintaining a proper, healthy balance of yin and yang. In a relationship in which yin and yang are unbalanced for prolonged periods of time or in an extreme manner, the resulting transformations may be quite drastic. Harmony means that the proportions of yin and yang are relatively balanced. Disharmony means that the proportions are unequal and there is imbalance. A deficiency, that the, uh, de a deficiency of one aspect implies an excess of the other. Extreme disharmony means that the deficiency of, uh, of one aspect cannot continue to support the excess of another aspect. The resulting change may be rebalancing, or if that is not possible, either the transformation into opposites or the cessation of the existence. To return to the couple, let's assume a disharmonious relationship in which one partner is excessively aggressive and the other excessively passive. This situation can, uh, can have three possible outcomes. They sit down and talk it out, agreeing to a rearrangement of attitudes. Uh, uh, that is, they rebalance their relationship. Or one day, the passive partners get fed up, fed up and waits for the other with, other with an axe. Uh, for example, a radical transformation of in into yang occurs. Or they separate, putting an end to the relationship. In Kalinga practice, one of these three kinds of transformation is always possible. For example, when a patient has a pattern with very high fever and much sweating, considered an excess of yang or fire, the patient may be in danger of suddenly going into shock, uh, which is an extreme in or cold condition. This is because yang cannot continue to exist in such extreme relation to yin without some transformation occurring. Either a gradual transformation, a rebalancing, must take place, medication and healing, or radical transformation will occur. Shock or yin and yang will separate and ex existence will cease. Death. Lao Tzu describes the transformation process pro poetically. In order to contract, it is necessary first to expand. In order to weaken, it is necessary first to strengthen. In order to destroy, it is necessary first to promote. In order to grasp, it is necessary first to give. And also, people hate to be opened, the lonely ones and the unworthy. And yet, kings and lords call themselves by these names. Therefore, it is often the case that things gain by losing and lose by gaining. Yin and Yang theory is well illustrated by the traditional Chinese Taoist symbol. The circle re representing the whole is divided into yin, black, and yang, white. 
The small circle of opposite shading illustrates that within the yin there is, a, there is yang and vice versa. The dynamic curve dividing them indicates that yin and yang are continuously merging. Thus, yin and yang create each other, control each other, and transform into each other. Because of the pervasive influence of yin and yang theory on Chinese thought and culture, the Chinese understand Chinese understand and explain events differently than does the West. The idea of causation, central to Western thinking, is almost entirely absent. Aristotle, in his Physics, one of the basic works of the Western philosophy, pens the archetype archetypal formulation of this Western notion. Men do not think they know a thing till they have grasped the why of it, which is to grasp its primary cause. For the Chinese, however, phenomena occur independently of an external act of creation, and there is no great need to search for a cause. Tao produced the un, the one produced the two, the two produced the, there, the three, and the three produced the ten thousand things. The ten thousand things carry the yin and balance the yang, and th uh, through the blending of the qi, they achieve harmony. In Chinese thought, events and phenomena unfold through a kind of spontaneous co cooperation, an uh, inner dynamic in the nature of things. Wang Kong the great Taoist scientist, philosopher, and skeptic describes the inner working of the universe as follows. The way to heaven is to take no action. Therefore, in the spring, it does not act to start life. In summer, it does not act to help grow. In autumn, it does not act to bring much maturity. And in winter, it does not act to store up. When? The young comes forth itself, things naturally comes to life and grow. When the yin ar arises of itself, things naturally mature and are stored up. Originally, no result is sought, and yet results are achieved. Since heaven takes no action, it does not speak. When the time comes for a calamities and strange transformations, the chi produces them spontaneously. When there is cold in the stomach, it aches. It's not that man causes it, rather the chi does it spontaneously. Joseph Needham, the great historian of Chinese science, summarizes the Chinese view of causation this way. Conceptions are not subsumed subsumed under one another but placed side by side in a pattern, and things influence one another not by acts of mechanism, mechanical causation, but by a kind of in, in, inductance. The key word in Chinese thought is order and above all pattern. Things behave in particular ways not necessarily because of prior actions or impulsions of an, other things but because their position in the ever-moving 
cyclical universe was such、uh, that they were endowed with intrinsic natures which made that behavior inevitable for them. They were thus parts in exist existential dependence upon the whole world organism. The Chinese assume that the universe is continuously changing. Its movement is a result not of a first cause of a creator, but on an inner dynamic of great,、uh, cyclical patterns, just as the sun maps out for distinct seasons in its yearly round. So, all biological organisms go through four seasons,、uh, go through four seasons in a lifetime. Both Maturation, decline, and death. The constancy of the cosmos is in, the, in these patterns of change, which are irregular. The cosmos itself is an integral whole, a web of interrelated things and events. Within this web of relationships and change, any entity can be defined only by its function. And has significance only as a part of the whole pattern. This meta metaphysics that emphasizes the perception of a pattern is、uh, basic to Chinese thinking. It results in part from Taoism, which altogether lacks the idea of a creator, and whose concern is insight into the web of phenomena, not the weaver. For the Chinese, That web has no weaver, no creator. In the West, the fin、uh, final concern is always a creator or cause, and the phenomenon is merely its reflection. The Western mind seeks to discover and encounter what is beyond, behind, or the cause of phenomena. In the Chinese view, the truth of things is imminent. imminent. In the Western, truth is transcendent. Knowledge within the Chinese framework consists in the accurate perception of the inner movement of the web of phenomena. The desire for knowledge is the desire to understand the interrelationships or patterns within the web and to become att attuned to the unfolding dynamic.